Hi folks, this is Jack Spearco with another edition of Survival Podcast. As always, one man's view of the changing world, the changing times, and the things that we can all do to live a better life. If times get tough, or even if they don't. Today is July 2nd, 2013. This is episode 1161 of the Survival Podcast, and i got a great one for you today. David Byte of SafeTheCarry.com, an app and a website that you can use to defend the Second Amendment by voting with your dollars. This is cool. I'm going to tell you more about it in just a bit. Before I do, let's go ahead and take care of our sponsors. Sponsor of the day number one today, Survival Gear Bags. Hey, do you got gear? Do you need bags to put it in? Go to Survival Gear Bags. Hey, do you want like a specialist bag to do something different? Maybe a different uh, take on a get-home bag or a bug-out bag or a kit for your vehicle? You'll find it at Survival Gear Bags. Hey, you already got your bags and you want great gear to put in it? Survival Gear Bags. Check them out today. Kelly John Doe. Uh, brought this company right up out of the survival podcast community. He's been part of our community since the very beginning of the show. I'm glad to have him as a sponsor and as a partner because he runs the TSP Gear Shop. That tells you how highly I think of what he does. Check him out today, survivalgearbags.com. Next up, Backyard Food Production. That's Marjorie Wildcraft down there south of uh, Austin in the Bastrop area. By the way, she'll be on the air for you guys next week. I'm interviewing her, I think, tomorrow, and she'll be uh, one of the interviews that will be up in the week that I'm gone. Next week, there probably won't be a show every day, but there will be shows some days next week while I'm in Montana for the Dave Jackie workshop working on the public food forest in uh, Helena, Montana. But uh, back to Backyard. You know, you want to turn your backyard into a food production machine, Marjorie is the lady that can show you how to do it. From carbohydrate crops to producing your own protein and everything else you can think of, backyard food production can show you the pathway. The DVD series is now called Growing Your Groceries, but you can still find it just like we always uh, talk about it at BackyardFoodProduction.com. Next up, do consider joining the Member Support Brigade. If you do that, you'll get exclusive content available only to members. You'll help support the show at a whopping 18.3 cents per episode. And if you're military law enforcement or Peace Corps, active duty or prior service, or a firefighter, EMT, or paramedic, same deal, active, active duty or prior service, you qualify for a service discount that will save you even more money on the membership. Just email me before you join, not after, before you join, jack at the survivalpodcast.com. Put service discount in the subject line, and I'll tell you how to sign up at a discount. It's a pretty good discount, but I don't disclose what it is on the air. With that wrapped up, uh, I tried to get it done quickly today because I got a bunch going on this in a short week this week. Uh, I want to also tell you there will be no show on the 4th of July. There will be no show on the 5th of July. I'm taking that time off. Uh, and giving it to my wife as she's about to do without me for a full week. Is, uh, and I've just got back from being away from her. So uh, we'll do what I can for you next week uh, with a few shows. And uh, maybe I'll try to get something done on the road. That's usually a lot harder than it sounds, though, folks. Um, and I think in this particular workshop it will be even harder. Um, I'm going as a student in this one. I'm not there to guest lecture or anything. And it's a pretty advanced course with a lot of, uh, a lot of work going on with it. So uh, I'll do what I can for you next week. Anyway, with that, let me just say, hey, David, man, welcome to the Survival Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, we're here to talk about your uh, your new app slash website combo called Safe to Carry, which is really cool. But before we even get to that, just can you give folks maybe a little bit of background of how you uh, came to, to be in this world and uh, right to carry, uh, Second Amendment rights, uh, 
prepping all of this? Like, what's your background that led you here? Yeah, so I I grew up here in Oklahoma, and, uh, you know, we're obviously a very conservative state. Um, And about, oh my gosh, probably 10 years ago, a buddy of mine got me um, interested in handguns. My whole life I've been using long guns, you know, rifles and shotguns. But about 10 years ago, buddy got me interested in uh, in uh, handguns. So you know, I started familiarizing myself a lot more with handguns and the laws around handguns. I got my concealed carry permit, and you know, here in Oklahoma, um, while the signs on doors aren't necessarily considered force of law, there is you know the ability to uh, be prosecuted for criminal trespass and things of that nature if you don't honor the business owner's wish and leave immediately if they see you and things of that nature. So, you know, I've been observing this for a long time, and I've got a lot of friends who ask a lot of questions about concealed carry here in Oklahoma and in other uh, states around the nation. And, uh, you know, that's, that's led me to constantly be answering questions via email and phone. And the most common question they ask is, how do I know if I can carry someplace or not? And that led to a discussion with a friend of mine. Um, quite honestly, we were driving down the highway and talking, and you know, it just the light bulb came on. I said, you know what? I need to make an app for that because that's the easy way to take care of this problem. Very cool. So, um, what exactly does your app do? So it's it's a multifaceted app, but the basic premise is you can pull up the app. And it's going to grab your GPS location and look at our database. It's going to up, uh, send your uh, latitude and longitude to our database and pull down a list of locations that are near you. And if we have data on that location, whether it's safe, you know, whether they allow you to carry or whether they have one of those, you know, we don't really want your business stickers on the door. Um, and it allows also allows you to um, turn on an alert in the iOS app. So that if you're approaching a place that has one of those, we don't want your business, it'll actually sound an alarm so that you know that you don't want to go in that place. Very cool. I mean, where does all this data come from? Is this like crowd sharing data? So, I mean, it's, it, I would say that it's, you know, it's, it's probably not 100% at this point. Is it something that's going to get smarter as time goes on? That's that's exactly it. You know, we, we've done a few global things like the uh, U.S. federal courthouses and post offices. You know, all of those locations uh, we hard set uh, because those are known, you know, against federal law to go in those. But most of the locations are crowdsourced. It's the people out in the community like you and me that use the app. You know, you'll go in someplace, you notice on the door, you know, that it says, you know, we like your business here because there are some of those, or we don't want your business with an anti-gun sticker. And at that point, you go in the app and you're able to update the location or add the location. So that, that was kind of my next step, you know, can a user add locations? And is there anything we can do to, you know, verify the validity of that information? What keeps us from becoming inaccurate with the database? Yeah, so, yeah, a user can, can really easily go in and add data. There's a plus sign in the app. You just click it and you at the location and what kind of location it is. So if it's a restaurant, a retail store, you know, what have you. Um, so that's that's an important piece. The follow-up is, like you said, you know, how do we guarantee, you know, keep the data up to date? Because, you know, certainly a business owner may change their mind, you know, or their stance or change ownership or go out of business. So there's actually, um, in the app, if there's a location that has the wrong data, you can go in. If it's a, you know, difference where they've changed their stance from gun-friendly to anti-gun, you can make that change just by changing a slider from yes to no, or if the place is no longer in business, 
um, where someone has put in bad data, because that's always possible. You can actually report the data as bad, and within an hour, it will be cleansed out of the system. Within an hour, okay. Yep. That, that's because I was going to ask you. I mean, what kind of uh, you know? How are you doing your updates and things to this? Yeah, so it's it's all you know. We we've got all the user data that comes in, and we've got some back end scrubbing that occurs um, within the system. Where so if you mark a location as bad, the processes in the back end go through the database and, and pull those out. Um, I will say, you know, we try to track just a little bit about the kind of uh, data changes that are being made. So if we notice an abusive pattern happening, sure, um, we have the ability to somewhat narrow it down. You know, and, and that kind of leads me into the discussion of, you know, there's a lot of people concerned about creating a registry of gun owners, and that's certainly not something we are doing. Um, there's no list being created of our users. Um, although when you submit the data, there is a – it's not the unique identifier for, for your device – but there, there is an identifier that's tied somewhat to the area you're in that we're able to look at and say, all right, you know, for, for example, say if someone in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, or we'll take a specific Lee Summit, uh, were to be constantly reporting bad data, you know, and that's not the case. We find out through the user community that that's not the case. What we may do is we may suspend from that area the data changes and require manual review of those. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and I guess the other thing would be, do you guys do anything like, let's say, if I'm in Los Angeles, California, when I'm making an update saying that some business in, you know, Atlanta, Georgia is not gun friendly, is there any kind of oversight of that? Because that, I mean, my one concern with this, I think it was, it, it would be kind of moderate at at a point, but uh, would be people on the other side just trying to tank businesses based on you know malicious information. Yeah, that's that's certainly a possibility, and that's one of the again one of the kinds of patterns we look for um, for abnormal entries. You know, we we expect most all of the entries to not fill in the address information um, in the app. So what we're getting is the GPS location, which means you're standing at the location. Uh, if you're putting in the address, that is something that you know we we look back against to try to make sure again that you know someone in LA is not trying to tank a business in Orlando. Okay, not most of those people on the other side of this aren't really smart enough to figure out to do that anyway. Um, well, we would so. hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would also have to download an evil gun app to their phone, so they you know they 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 may not want to do that because then they would be tainted. Uh, by the association with with gun carrying people, exactly, and you know you, they don't want that. You know, <laughs> so um, are there other ways to get data? That you guys get data. So the the other way, other ways that we get data is we look for uh, again uh, statutory places that you can't go. So you know, in, in some locations, there's. You know, in most states, you can't go into state offices and, and such. So we look for those buildings and try to mass uh, mark those across the board. You know, some cities, um, I haven't turned it on yet, but there are, you know, obviously gun-unfriendly cities like New York City, uh, Washington, D.C., you know, places that you don't want to carry anyway. Yeah. And those are places that, uh, like I said, we haven't turned it on yet, but that's the fu next function I'm looking to 
right into it is if it comes in and it's in Washington, D.C. or in New York City, that it's just an automatic don't carry. Gotcha. So, I mean, and I, I think that mitigated somewhat by the fact that most of these cities that are this bad are known. Right. I mean, exactly. It doesn't matter what the business want. And, we, and that's one thing that we as gun owners need to realize, like the most we can ask a business owner to do is abide by the law. Like we can't be mad at a business owner in Chicago if you say, do you allow carrying in your store? And he says no, because he, he can't do it. That's right. That's, so that, go ahead. I, I was going to say, you know, that's that's really a big piece of, of you know, this app and, and what we're trying to do is make sure that, you know, we're supporting the business owners that, that want it where it's legally, you know, uh, where they're legally capable of doing so. And for those owners that don't, you know, make sure the gun owners know that they don't have to go to those places. I mean, and when you start thinking about large chains, it's very, it's very subjective to where they're at. For instance, um, and some are franchise chains and some are not. So that, that gives a wide degree of variability. So uh, a franchise business I can think of would be McDonald's. Exactly. Right. So there might be a McDonald's uh, a block down the road from another McDonald's that says yes and the other one says no. And they're both in a place where they could say yes. Um, whereas something like uh, a Starbucks, generally, they have more corporate control over their locations. And I don't see Starbucks as being pro or anti-gun. I see them being law compliant. So they basically just say whatever the law says is what we do. That's that's precisely. And there there are a few chains that are, you know, posting anti-guns across all of their franchises and whatnot. Um, and I'll be honest, we have contacted a number of large chains and due to the political climate, most are resistant to uh, provide that kind of list. Hmm. That's interesting. That's very interesting. You, they'll have a policy, but they don't want it known. Yeah, they either don't want it known or they're afraid of the backlash. Well, this makes me think of Bernie Sanders in Congress asking Ben Bernanke which banks took the trillions of dollars that the U.S. doled out in the TARP relief, and he said they didn't want to reveal who they were. And he said, well, they'll take the money, but they don't want to be known for the ones that did it. It's, it's kind of the same thing. They'll have a policy against guns, but uh, they'll only tell you at the, the, the storefront they don't want to be known nationally for doing so. Yeah, that's that's exactly the case, and that's that's really why this app is important to have the crowdsourced data coming in because then we as the community take care of the problem. So if you want to get your app, then you just go to your site and do it then? Yeah, so you can go to safe to carry that's safetocarry.com, and in the lower left corner, there's links to um, both the light and the full-blown app for iOS, and there's not much difference between them except for the ads. And then there's a early access Android version. We're working on one that more closely matches the uh, iOS version, but uh, that's a get-it-out-the-door uh, limited feature set version that's there today. So I just bought your full version while we were talking. I had to update my payment information, so if I stumbled during a follow-up question, that was why. Um, what's what, So right now the big difference between the two is just simply one has ads and one doesn't? Yeah, one, one has ads and one doesn't. We're actually looking to more... Di- create more differentiation as um, the business progresses with customized content for the full-blown app, um, some enhanced feature sets, and we're looking at partnering with um, uh, businesses in the gun industry uh, as time progresses to uh, make special offers through the app. Oh, that's that's a great idea. And I, I mean, I look at it this way, guys. If you want this app, would you guys charge it for the full version like a buck? 
I mean, throw the buck down. I mean, I, I'd almost say, like, I wouldn't do it right away because you need as much participation as you can get early on. But if you do have start start having any abuse problems with people false reporting at all, you could make it where if you want to report or or whatever more than a certain number per week, you have to be a paid member. Because I, I look at it this way: if you own an iPhone, you've got a buck. Exactly. I, I mean, seriously. I mean, come on. You know, I, how how do you not have a dollar to spare if you have an iPhone? But the person that just wants to be a butthead may be you know a little bit slower to part with that dollar. Yeah, I I agree. And those those are. That's actually a great idea, you know, to, to limit it by that. You know, initially we're not doing any of that. Like you said, we're trying to build up that, that information base that's out there. And uh, one, of, one of the things that we're also looking to do, you know, in, in building that information base is partner with local um, gun groups. So, you know, some of the states have state organizations and such that maintain lists, and we're trying to get cooperation between us and those groups as well to pull their data in yeah. and offer, you know, their – their members access to the app. Well, you know, it seems to me like what we need to be doing is if you're part of a pro-grown group right now, people should be telling folks about safe to carry and saying, yeah. hey, just put it on your phone, even if you don't want to pay the buck. Get the light version. Put it on your phone. And just you're, you're out and about every day anyway. And when you see a business that's, that's clearly that, that's made a statement boldly, we're pro-gun, put them in the app. And when you see one that's made a statement that they are anti-gun, Put them in an app. You, you've built it so it's convenient and quick. I haven't used it yet, but I imagine, like most apps, it's, it's designed to be intuitive and fast so that I can quickly enter that business. So it, I can blend it right into my daily activities anyway and be working to pr- promote the Second Amendment. That's, that's exactly it. And it's, it's such a crucial thing for us as a community to recognize those businesses that want you know, us to be there and recognize the value of us that you know we we want to make it easy for everyone to be able to use the app and get the app and be able to respect that and uh, and, and participate in that that economy well and it's it's bigger than just the economy let's say i'm in a town i don't spend a lot of time in exactly and i might pull yep. up a, an app like urban spoon to find a place i can get thai food or whatever um if I'm going to go there armed, I want to know in advance before I call and make a reservation or, you know, get maps and drive halfway across town and tell somebody to meet me there that this is a place that I don't want to be in. Um, from a couple standpoints, one, I'm the kind of ass that if I get there, I don't care. I'm not going in. I'm done. I'm like, and I'll actually go in just long enough to say, hey, because of this, I'm not coming in here. Yeah, and I- I'm going to go, and it's good, but it's going to disrupt my day. The other side of it, though, is... Let's say you're in a position where, because of one thing or another, you've decided, I'll just lock my gun in my case in my truck, and I'll go into this place. This is the survival podcast, not the get killed podcast. You know, that, that one time that something goes wrong that you're not armed could be that one time. That's, that's exactly it, and I'm, I'm right there with you. I, if I see a place like that, I turn around and walk away. I don't, I don't do business with companies that, uh, that don't want you know, me in there being able to defend myself. Well, and I don't want my family in a place where I'm not allowed to defend them either. I mean, that's just, it's it's almost ridiculous that we have to do this, but I guess it spells opportunity. I love what you're doing. And I, I think long term that it becomes very advantageous to a business to be on this app as a pro-gun business. Yes, that is that is certainly the case. And we're actually in the process of setting up um, the some uh, door stickers, some door decals, and uh, potentially even some T-shirts. My, quite honestly, my wife and and children have some great ideas that we're putting together to help you know promote the idea of you know 
concealed carry and supporting you know that kind of business and also the you know it's my responsibility to defend myself and my family you know the police come to clean up so exactly exactly um so how can people help you i mean obviously if somebody gets the app and pays you a buck that's somewhat helpful but i i think that what you need right now and it's probably why the 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 full version is is so cheap what you need right now more than anything else is probably people to get active, use the app, and start building the database. Yeah, that's that's the big ask that we'd have is that people grab the app, um, the free, the paid, either one I'm just fine with. You know, grab it, use it, you know, let's get locations in. And then you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook for updates. But one of the other things we also do is on Twitter – uh, the feature is disabled right now because we just rolled out an update to the app. Uh, we'll be turning it back on uh, in the next few days. But when a location is entered in the app by anyone in, in the world, it goes into our Twitter feed, and it tells you, you know, such and such place is um, not safe to carry or such and such place is safe to carry, those being the two mm-hmm. hashtags um, that you can follow. That's that's actually really cool. Um I think that, I mean, the other thing I think people should look at is I can see this working and catching on. The people that buy your app early get in on the, the cheaper price. <laughs> I mean, if it was me, I'd be upping the price at some point. Yeah, I mean, certainly the expectation would be as as the database matures um, that, you know, we'll be looking with that full version app probably to raise raise the the entry point to that because, you know, we're we're going to be building a much larger infrastructure to maintain this and, you know that costs money, folks. You know, regardless of uh, you know free or not, there's infrastructure to support these things. I, my gut, and I'm going to start doing this for you guys, unless you tell me don't, <laughs> is that people could see this like back asswards, so to speak, right? So one of the things I would want to know is immediately to be able to find all the businesses in the area that aren't going to get in the way of my rights. Again, I don't necessarily need a business that has. We are pro Second Amendment and giant six-inch uh, block letters on the front door. But just like if I'm looking for a restaurant, I want to know all the restaurants in my general area that aren't going to get in my way. Now, in Texas, we have concealed carry. Most businesses do not get in the way of that, right? They just don't. So there's this presumption that unless it says that, I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. Well, and well, I kind of see like if we were putting the car before the horse there, it would be, to me it seems it would be advantageous. If I happen to go down to Chili's to buy a margarita for my wife and I for lunch one day, and you know some chicken nachos or something, that I might sit down there and, and just enter that location as being pro-gun, even if they're not saying they are, it's just that they, they've not said that they're not. So that the next person that's in that zip code that does a search doesn't find nothing. right? They can find stuff and see, actually use it as a location app, not just as a, a pro-second or anti-second amendment. That's, that that's, makes sense. Yeah, and that's precisely it. if if there's nothing if there's nothing posted um, preventing you from going in, you know, no, none of those horrible anti-gun stickers. Uh, we assume that they are pro-gun until they tell us otherwise. Yeah. So yeah. I, by law, I don't know about every state, and that's something that I don't know how you guys are going to kind of uh, hash out the state by state legal side of things. But by law in this state. You have to post a very specific posting for it to apply to people with a permit. Exactly. Same. Right? Same. Same in most. Very states. specific. You can't. You can't just say no guns. That if I'm walking into a store and it says we do not allow guns in this establishment, and I have a permit in this state, that means nothing to me. 
Now, I might still put you down as being a jackass and don't go there, and I might still not go there, but if I have to go in, I'm not disarming because by state law, that does not apply to me. You have to specifically state that I can't carry and state the specific uh, uh, law under which you're able to do that and post it that way in this state or it does not apply to a licensed carry holder. Right. And most most of you know the concealed carry license holders have a familiarity with what those requirements are in their individual states. You know, I know uh, there's a lot of discussion like in Georgia, you know, they can put a you know no carry sign and there's no force of law behind those. Yeah. At all. So that's definitely uh, something that we're looking to add some functionality to the app to add in content providers. And actually, if you look at the Android version, there's uh, already um, we've started adding some other content to it, uh, partially because it's using a mobile website that's encapsulated. So it's a lot easier to do there. The the idea is to add content and we're looking for the right partner uh, for gathering state gun laws and reciprocity list to embed in the app. So, you know, the the end goal is to have a app for your phone that you can carry with you and be able to look, all right, what's the reciprocity? You know, where where can I find to eat dinner? You know, hey, I need to go buy a pair of shoes. Where can I go um, uh, for that and be able to carry my weapon? That's that's the end goal here is, you know, let's, you know, you, you mentioned Urban Spoon. Let's create, you know, an Urban Spoon-like app in the, you know, in goal that provides the information you need to be able to walk out, get in your car, you know, and go someplace and not get to the door and find out you have to turn around. Because there are two levels of saying no guns, right? There's a legally enforceable way. And some states, like you said, Georgia, I didn't know that. Apparently you can't even do that, um, which I actually disagree with. I think if you own the facility and you don't want me to carry, fine. I'm not going to carry, but I'm not coming in. Right. But even when it's posted improperly or it doesn't apply to concealed carry holders, I would still want to know that business is anti-gun, right? Because I still don't want to give them my money. Yeah, I mean, you know, you think about it. You walk in the, the – the problem with that is you walk in the door, even if there's no force of law, you walk in the door, you know, it's more likely to be on a target list because the crooks know they don't want gun owners in there. I would. If I was a criminal and I was thinking I can either knock off that convenience store over there that was on the news the other night and the clerk pulled a rifle out from behind the counter and ran off the guy or that coffee shop over there that says in big giant black letters, no guns. I'm not as a criminal. I'm not worried about whether or not that law is that's an enforceable, no gun posting. I just already know there's a propensity that I'm more likely to get out the door with the money and whatever else I want than I am from that convenience store over there. You know, with that little Korean guy that might pull an AK out from underneath the, the counter. That's that it is has happened. You know. Yeah, that, that's exactly. <laughs> Malibu's most wanted made fun of it, but it, it's it's not that it there's it's without truth. Yeah, and you know, as much as people will say, you know, criminals get caught because they're not smart. Well, they're not stupid either. No, no, there's some dumb ones, but you know, in, in general, um, if they're good, if they if they if they're if they've committed more than one crime and are still walking around, they ain't that stupid. Yeah, that's that's uh, very very true. So, um, what is your vision for this long term? Like, you know, if you could wave a magic wand five years into the future, and you you you've gotten traction in every way that you see you can, what would what would the app look like, and what would the database look like at that point? Um, the database would be quite extensive. We're, we'd be talking, you know, ninety plus percent of retail uh, restaurants. Uh, shops, convenience stores, what have you, across the nation. You know, every um, 
government building uh, appropriately marked. And then it would have, like I said, it, it would have all the information about you know reciprocity laws. It would have state laws, and you know so you would pull it up and you say, I need to know reciprocity information. You punch a button, up pops all the info. It says you know you're from Oklahoma. You're allowed to carry in these 37, 38 states, you know, without any additional requirements. Um, you know. I got a great way to cover your ass on that, by the way. What's that? Right on that, right on that screen should be. A, you know, based on most up-to-date information, if you know of any errors, click here to to update, and a link straight to their uh, what's the guy's the, the damn I'm trying to think of it now. It's it, like um, there's an official that you would that would on their website on the the state website would always post their gun policy. The um, damn it, can't think of the guy's name now. The the position, but basically the state's website with the policy on it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, part part of what we're looking at is the, is the right mechanism for that. There's you know there are some really good content providers out there, folks that have guides and stuff. Yeah, that make it real easy, and we're you know we're trying to get some traction with a couple of those to see if we can include that content from any of those. The worst case is certainly we you know just point straight to you know whether it's the attorney generals or the um, you know there's various offices in the different states. But uh, you know, looking at that information for the top law enforcement officials' information, like you said, that that's the kind of stuff that makes perfect sense for the app. Well, I I think that I think there's there's room for a lot more stuff in this space. Um, we did a coin recently, the Sentinel coin, and we uh, we used the 300 imagery with the 300 uh, that stood uh, yep. in in Sparta, and. Our caption on the back was, if 300 can stand, what can 55 million do? And there's a message there, but there's a, a lot of secondary messages to a number like 55 million. Um, if we look at a number like 55 million, that's a pretty big demographic. Yes. And I think that most gun owners in America today, and there's like the lackadaisical gun owner that doesn't really care. that The reason they have a gun and they're in that number is because their grandfather left them one, and it's some old shotgun, and they figure no one ever is going to want that, and they don't give a damn. But the majority of gun owners today are pretty motivated to try to do whatever they can to support their rights. And I think that if businesses are given a way to reach that demographic, that's pretty powerful. I mean... You know, people talk about reaching a lot of demographics that are a hell of a lot smaller than 55 million. Yeah, that's and that's you know part of the market we're looking to reach out, you know, reach out to is that that 55 million. Let's let's go for the gun owners that are out there and say, look, you know, here's here's the content, here's how you can be active, you know, in your day to day life, and you know what some of the content that makes sense to provide is legislative alerts. You know, hey, did you know that this is going to be voted on in in Congress today or in your state legislature? Hey, I have an idea for your app. This is cool. It might require like four million lines of code to add to it or whatever. <laughs> but think about this. So there are very gun unfriendly states, right? Yes. Okay, where there is no concealed carry or or what have you. There's no shell issue. It's a May issue state or what have you. So there's a lot of um, businesses, as we said, that can't say you can carry here. Okay, they just can't do it because you, you they would be putting you at risk because they're saying you can doesn't supersede state law. Right. Doesn't mean they're not pro-Second Amendment. Doesn't mean they may not be lobbying using their, 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 their financial power. Doesn't mean they may not be supporting. So it would be interesting for me if I was stuck in New York City because I got suckered into going there again for some reason 
to know that there's certain businesses there that even though they can't supersede city law, would 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 be publicly stating we are pro Second Amendment. We disagree with this, and and when we vote or when we you know contribute to political candidates, we're working on on your side of the issue. So I might be in California and not able to carry, but it'd be nice to know what businesses in the town I'm stuck in are pro Second Amendment. Yeah, you know, that's that's a really good point, and uh, quite honestly, I don't think it's that hard of a feature to add. So, uh, you know, we, we may call that the uh, Jack notification. Yeah, I mean, it would be something that would be, require probably a lot of um, either direct interaction, like users would have to actually talk to a business owner and say, hey, you know, what are your, you know, so it'd be small mom and pop, which is great, because that would get them exposure. Or it would maybe also have to have the ability, like on the website, to register your business as a pro-Second Amendment business, so that that a business that's willing to make a public statement and say, you know what, there's nothing I can do about Chicago law, but you bet on pro-Second Amendment. And that doesn't come without any scrutiny. That doesn't come without any risk. But, I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually freaking tired. I'm absolutely freaking tired of hearing people say, but then they'll know, but then they'll know. It's time for them to know, right? It's, I, I'm sick of it. I, you know what? Federal government, I own guns. I bought them with, from g licensed dealers. I have filled out a form. You already know, but I'm not giving them up. I'm, I mean, it's time for people to take that stance, and it's time for businesses to decide, do you want my money or not? Do you want to stand up uh, at my side or not? I, I agree completely, and I think you know, it's time for us as gun owners to go into society and undo the fears that society has. I actually uh, helped found a page called the Monthly Open uh, Carry Group on Facebook, that the whole point is once a month, you know, if you, if it is legally viable, you should be able to, you know, you should strap your weapon on your hip and go to town. And you know what? What we need to do is renormalize people. You're talking about limbs. open carry now. Yeah, I'm talking about open carry on this one. That's you know where you walk into into public carrying, and that's you know yet another aspect that we're looking on the app is to be able to uh, make some annotation whether they allow. Just like Charleston's restaurant here in Oklahoma, they allow concealed carry, but they don't want open carry. Yeah. So you know, making that kind of delineation and and being able to support that because that is what's going to normalize it in people's minds. If they can't see it, you know, they they don't get real you know comfortable one way or the other. You know, they they continue to live in their fear. But we as gun owners, we are a large block, and we can educate and and you know bring the community to us and. Try to stomp out this rampant fear that people have out there, whether it's through not supporting businesses or being active, you know, and being outspoken. That's what what we have to do. I think people need to get their head around what this demographic represents. Fifty-five million people is about twenty percent of the country. Um, there's not a lot of demographics that that are solid, definable demographics. You can say, you know, white male or Hispanic male or whatever, but. The, the, the behavior of a white male is not very uniform, right? We have flaming liberals, we have diehard conservatives, you have nutjob libertarians in that demographic, right? And, and everything in between. Gun owners in general, when it comes to that specific thing, are pretty damn consistent, more consistent than Hispanic female or Toyota Prius driver or what have you. We're pretty pretty loyal to that that right for something that big. I mean, there's plenty of demographics that are very 
loyal to a cause or a concept or uh, a specific point, but they're not 50 plus million. They're not one in five Americans. Yeah, and that's that is from a political aspect, especially that's a huge statement. But you know, if we if we vote with our wallets and our feet, you know, we can make that felt in you know every aspect. You know, I like that it's not like an all or nothing as well. So, like you mentioned, a place in Charleston that doesn't allow open carry, but it doesn't mean they're anti Second Amendment. It means that um, don't open carry there. Exactly. Which, again, I support their right. I don't think they're right for doing it, but I support their right to do it. And I'm going to go there long before I'm going to go to a place that says absolutely no guns on site. Right. I, I mean, that's that's better. And I get why they're doing it. And your point about if you live in a state that allows open carry, open carry once a month just for the hell of it makes a lot of sense. Because my experience has been like when I go to New Hampshire, I'm standing in a like beautiful hotel room, gorgeous, you know, like beautiful hotel that Free State does their thing at. There's a guy standing next to me with a Glock right on his hip, wide open. So I start a conversation of, and I'm like, "You must be here for the Free State project." He goes, "Free State what?" <laughs> And, and the, you know, there's, you know, the concierge, there's the bellhop, there's the lady behind the counter taking, no one gets upset, nobody gets worried, nobody freaks out, because it's done all the time, it's not a huge concern. Yeah, and you, you see that same thing in places like Utah and, and uh, Nevada and places like that as well, it's just, it's normal there. Yeah, I think that we need, we have a lot of work to do with law enforcement with that too, because I've talked to a lot of law enforcement people in non-open carry states that insist while I agree in principle, it won't work. It will get so many phone calls. We'll get this. We'll get it. And I'm like, if you guys would, like, when you got a phone call, there's a guy with a gun. Is he pointing it at you? No. Is he pointing it at anybody? No. Is it holstered? Yes. What's he doing? He's drinking a coffee and eating a donut. Please don't call us with that. Click. Right? I mean, it would, it would solve itself so fast. Because I guarantee you, if you call in New Hampshire, that's what you're going to get. Or Arizona or Montana. Yeah, the... It, it, it's a massive educational effort across the board, and it's you know it's we we have allowed society to shift the way that they perceive gun owners from being the law-abiding citizen to being a scary person with with a black dangerous weapon. <laughs> so, um, where do you think you're you're going next? I know we talked about the the eventual. Um, the dream, the the blue sky, the long term goal. Where, where do you see as like stage two with this? So the the next stage is we're firming up uh, some features. You know, like any software, we found a few bugs along the way, which is why we're on version 106 today. Um, so we're firming up features there. We're working on the Android version to get it into feature parity with the iOS version, and then the next jump really is into start adding some of those content providers from our perspective. Let's let's go out and find um, information that's useful, whether it's ammo prices or legislative alerts. Um, you know, let's top articles. You know, let's let's just find some of those things that are have general interest to the gun community. Let's make the app more and more useful on a day-to-day basis for this community. Cool. Pause real quick. I, well, I think it's excellent. I love seeing what you're doing here, David. Um just got to give people a run through, a back run through back what the app does, where they can get the app, what options are available. Yeah, so you know the app uh, to get it. That's the first thing to go to safetocarry.com. That's safe to to carry.com, and you can just download it from the lower left corner. It says get the app, um, and when you get it, 
you know, if you load it on your iPhone or your Android device, and you're able to go in and just pull it up. And if you're near businesses, likely they're going to show up. And there's three ways they'll show up. They'll show up with a green dot, a red stop sign, or a question mark. If it's a question mark, we don't know the status of that business. So if you walk past the door, you know, that's a great time to uh, update some locations when you're walking down the strip mall or you know, going into your favorite favorite joint. If it has a red, that means stop. If it's green, you're good. If you get to the door and you find out that that information's wrong, you know, say it was green, you walk up the door and there's a no gun sticker, go ahead and just click on it, change it, and it'll update uh, when you click the save button. So that's that's the key. The other thing is if you want to look before you leave home, you kind of mentioned this earlier, on the website at safetycarry.com, there's a location search, and you can go into this page and enter a business name or a partial name or even just enter like a city um, and a category or leave the category open and get a list of the places. So you know some states have more information than others. Oklahoma is where we have the largest adoption of the app so far. It's where I live. Uh, so all of our friends and their friends and their friends' friends have all used the app. So we've got large adoption here. But we've got, in almost every state, we've got a number of locations, including places, crazy places like California. So it's, you know, it's a good place to go and just look and see you know, what the status of places around you are. Um, if you see something in the database that's clearly wrong, um, mark it if you're on your phone. If you're going, using the website, use the contact us to let us know. That's the keys, and I would just say the big key is to use the app on a regular basis, whether it's every day, which would be my preference, obviously, or whether it's once a week, you know, when you're out on a Saturday. You know, that helps us build this database of locations that we know as a group, you know, as a 55 million, you know, gun owners in the United States. You know, is this someplace that wants our business or not? And you know, let's all get together and vote with our feet in our wallets. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, um, first of all, thank you for taking action and doing something like this. I'm always telling people that, you know, each of us will find our own ways to stand, and each of us will find our own ways to fight the battle. And it's the creativity of the American entrepreneur that will drive a lot of this. So uh, kudos to you, David, for, you know, getting this together and doing something that, you know, this is one of those things that probably 200 people had a great idea to do something like this, but somebody took action and did it. So thanks for that. But on that note, I mean, I keep telling you folks out there all the time, fight, stand, do something, right? And, you know, calling your congressman and bitching about something only does so much because basically they're going to do whatever gets them elected. And you can call a guy that's going to vote on anti-gun legislation positively over and over and over again. You can call him to your blue in the face. He doesn't give a damn. Some college kid that's there as a page is answering the phone and, and doesn't really care either because they've been indoctrinated and brainwashed, and that's why they chose to be a page for, for that person. But this is something you can do. This is something you can do right now. This second, you put this on your phone, and you can just start in your daily walk. Entering locations is good, bad, or indifferent. And this is something that definitely can make a difference because I'll tell you it gets a business's attention when all of a sudden business goes down. And they go, I don't understand why our business is going down. And they start doing some research because you know what? When you're in business, and you know this, David, when you're in business and you start losing money, you've got to figure out why or you go out of business. And all of a sudden you find out you're in this little app as being anti-gun. Well, I'm not saying it'll change your mind. It's sure as hell going to make you think about it. And before you, you know, and, a bit, and once this gets more and more traction, 
Um, it's going to make another business owner think long and hard before just because somebody's upset and doesn't like something that they piss off one in five consumers. And, and the number's bigger than that because just because there's one in five gun owners doesn't mean that's all the pro-gun people in America. There are pro-gun people that don't own a gun. They don't want a gun. They don't like guns, maybe. But they don't want someone getting in the way of the other person's right. So I, I think you're onto something, and I think folks out there can get involved and help out uh, for free or for a buck. So hopefully a lot of people will do that. And, and again, thank you for building this. Well, you know, thank you for having us on. You know, it's getting the message out and making sure that the public is active. You know, not just like I said, not just calling your congressman and griping because. Frankly, we all know they, they don't listen to us very much anymore. Um, but I guarantee, like you said, you vote with your wallet, the business pays attention real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, again, thanks for being on the show with us today, David. Well, thank you. And, folks, with that, this has been Jack Spiritual along with David Bite, helping you figure out how to live that better life if times get tough or even if they... Sometimes we forget we are what we eat. I don't know the answer. It's like there's nothing I can do. It's the price we pay, I guess, and we follow all the rules. There's a better way to do this. Let me show you a better way. Revolution is you.